Hello and welcome to the List of Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Tyrone, and today's episode is called The Queen's Gambit. That's right, it's called The Queen's Gambit, and it's based on the Netflix miniseries of the same name. And before I get into it, I just want to give a shout out to my friend uh, and co-worker, Timothy Boyle, who um put me onto the show without putting me onto the show. He put me onto the show. Um, I talked to Timmy a lot. He watches a lot of movies. He watches a lot of TV. And I um and I value his opinions on films and things of that nature. So when I saw that he was watching The Queen's Gambit, yeah, I think he posted it on Facebook or some kind of social media. And he was like saying that it was good. He was saying that it was good or he was enjoying it or whatever the case may be. And I turned it on based on that. I turned it on based on him saying that it was a good show. So based on him saying it was a good show, I turned it on and and look where we are now. I'm doing a podcast episode on it. So shout out to Tim Boyle. Um, Thank you for being, uh, what is it? Thank you for being um, like good with your, uh, thank you for having good taste. I might say like, thank you for having good taste. That's it. That's it. He's got good taste in shows and thank you for having good taste. Because if you didn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have this episode to do. So with that being said, let's get into it. So the Queen's Gambit, I thought at first was just going to be about chess. And I'm like, I like chess. I played it. I'm not good at it, but I know how to play. I've played it. I've taught my kids how to play it, but I'm not good at it. I don't follow it. I'm not a, a chess head. I'm not a um a chess like aficionado or nothing like that. So I didn't want to watch the show. But like I said, Timothy Boyle told, you know, made me want to watch it. So I watched it. And then I realized that, um, it's not all about chess. It's really not all about chess, but I got into it. So when it starts out, we see this girl. Her name is Beth. Or her name is Elizabeth Harmon, but she likes to go by Beth. And she was orphaned. She was eight years old. She was living in an orphanage. And she was orphaned because her mom had died in a car crash. And at first, you just know her mom died in a car crash. There's no no talk about a dad. But then you find out later that her mom did it on purpose. Like, she purposely died in a car crash. And I was like, did she just want to kill herself or was she trying to kill herself and Beth too? Cause like she crashed this car, like head on face first into a, uh, not face first, but like head on, you know, we know what I mean. Head on into a truck on purpose. So I didn't know if she was just, um, trying to kill herself. Her daughter was in the backseat. Maybe she thought her daughter would survive. I don't know, but either way, Beth ends up in this orphanage at eight because, um, cause her mom killed herself and there, I guess she didn't have no dad. So um, we found out at the orphanage that they've given these these kids um, tranquilizing pills. They gave the kids tranquilizing pills, and Beth was taking uh, the tranquilizing pills, and um, and she had this little black friend Jolene that she used to talk to at night, like in the bed. And they was like, it was a weird relationship because Jolene would talk to her and kind of take care of her, but but she didn't really act like her friend. It was kind of weird between them because she would talk to her, but it was like Beth was a weirdo. She was like a weirdo and a loner, and she was like a strange, a strange kid. And I guess Jolene just felt sorry for her. And you can tell that Jolene was kind of a little bit older, and Jolene been been at the orphanage for a while. And she was just kind of like giving her the ropes, kind of like looking out for her, kind of like taking care of her a little, a little something, something. She wasn't, I mean, it was like more like, I'm not her friend, but this dumb white bitch need my help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not to say she was a dumb white bitch because she was a kid, but you know, that's how the, that's how the, that's the vibe Jolene was giving me. Like, let me help this little white, dumb little white girl. She don't know what's going on. And Jolene was already like rebellious. She was smoking and doing shit. So she was trying to help her. So, um, what happens is, um, uh, what's her name? Oh, Beth. 
Bessie's like the janitor, Mr. Shabble. Shabble, I think his name is Shabble or something like that, Mr. Shabble or Snobble, one of those. He was um playing chess by himself, like playing chess and learning chess moves. And, and she was watching him and she got fascinated by it. So she was like, um, you know, can you show me that game? Can you show me that game? Can you show me that game? She kept bothering this old man and he was just trying to do his janitor work. She was like, yo, show me the game. Show me the game. I want to play the game. I want to play the game. So then finally, after a while, he was just like, all right. So he reluctantly agreed to let her play the game. So he took her down the basement and um, he was trying to show her how to play the game. Now, at first, I was disturbed by this because I was like, this old white man in this orphanage is taking this young little white girl down the basement to play chess. And I just kept waiting for that moment where he tried to kiss her or tried to touch her. But, you know, it's creepy like that. You know, them shows be creepy where it'd be like, you know, I thought maybe this dude was like on some molesting shit. It was going to be a creep, going to try to touch her butt, going to try to kiss her, going to do something like that. And it didn't happen. And I was glad it didn't happen. I don't like that kind of freak shit. I don't like that kind of child molesting shit. I didn't know where they was going with it. It looked creepy because he didn't really talk much. And it just looked creepy. And I'm glad that it didn't go there. I'm glad that it was really about him teaching her to play chess. So um, he teaches her to play chess and she's good at it already. That that's because she's abusing the tranquilizers. She like takes the tranquilizers and, and and um takes them when she wants to. Like she piles them up and she starts taking a bunch of them at one time. And that was because she had memorized the moves of the chessboard just by watching him play before that. And she also was able to like you know how you have ceiling tiles and the ceiling tiles was in squares, so she could see the squares. So she would take the tranquilizers and go a little. Get a little, you know, a little drug high, a little cuckoo. <laughs> she would get a little cuckoo and she would play chess on the ceiling in her head. Like she would play chess games on the ceiling with the little, uh, with the little squares of the ceiling tiles. Excuse me. In her head. And, and that's how she learned how to play. And Mr. Snobble, Shabble down the basement was like, how are you learning how to play chess? Who else is you playing with? Like, where are you getting these moves from? Like, what are you learning? What are you learning? And she was like, no, no, no. She plays by herself. And he's like, how do you play by yourself? They gave you a chess board. They know you can play chess up in here. And like, what are you doing? And she explained to him that she plays on the, um, on the ceiling in her mind in the room. So Mr. Shabu was like, oh shit. Like, that's banging. Like this little girl is way more advanced than what I can show her because I can't do that shit. Like I'm playing on the chessboard and I'm showing her the moves and I'm helping her. But this girl, she's playing in her head and learning how to beat me from just going in her in her room and playing with ceiling tiles in her head. Like this shit is crazy. So he knows the the, the teacher um at the high school who teaches the chess club. So he introduced her to him and um she goes and the test tub teacher comes and, um, and plays a game of chess against her with him. And she beats him. She beat the chess club teacher. So he was like, oh, shit. Like, this little girl done bust my, my ass. And here I am, the teacher of a chess club at the high school. And this little girl has bust my ass. So he wants to see how good she really is. He's like, I want to know how good this little girl really is. I want to know what's up with her. Like, she's beat, she beat me, and all the person that she learned from Mr. Shabu, he, Mr. Shabu can't beat me. Like, I'm a chess club teacher. Like, he, he was shocked 
but he was also happy. He wasn't no hater. You know how people lose to somebody and they be a hater, like, oh, fuck that little bitch. You know what I mean? Like, be mad or be sad. He wasn't no hater. He was like, oh, she beat me. She good. I want to help her. I want to make her better. I want to see how she works. I want to, you know, he was like astonished, like, okay, giving her props and stuff. So, um, so he took her to the school. He took her to the high school and he made her pay simultaneous games against his chess club, which means they lined up board chess games with all of his chess club players. And she walked around the table one move at a time, playing against all of them like simultaneously. And I mean, easily bust their ass. Like it was just bang, 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 done. Bang, 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 done. Bang, 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 done. Checkmate, checkmate, checkmate. I was, I was like, what the hell? I was shocked. I was thinking it just like this little girl is busting their ass. And all of them was looking like just all this shit. <laughs> like these was mostly um like boys who like spent their whole like life was about chess and here it is this young girl learning chess in a basement with a janitor or orphanage was like beating all their ass like beating all of their ass and then um so she goes back to school and then first of all let me go back she wasn't beating all of their asses like play me in chess i'll beat your ass play me in chess i'll beat your ass she beat all of their asses at the same time different moves different games it was like eight of them so she played eight different games at one time and won every one easily. Like she just, it was so amazing that she did that. And she wasn't even in the chess club. She wasn't even getting formally trained. Like she just, she just had that mental capability or whatever. So she goes back to school and they um, outlaw the, uh, the tranquilizer. So the state made a new law. The state basically made a new law that you can't fuck with the tranquilizers. You can't have tranquilizers. You can't fuck with the tranquilizers. No tranquilizers for none of these kids. The orphanages can't give them tranquilizers no more. So the, the, the you know, the pills was outlawed. So Beth couldn't get her tranquilizers. And she was already a drug addict. Like at eight years old, Beth was a fucking drug addict. To the point where she would walk by where they used to go. They used to have to line up and go get the tranquilizer pills to take them. And she walked by and she would just see them on the shelf. That whole jar of the pills was still on the fucking shelf. They ain't put them away. They just left them there. And she went to the orderly boy and she's like, yo, give me the hook me up. Motherfucker, like, hook me the fuck up. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. You can't get no more of them, buff. Get the fuck stepping. Not getting these tranquilizer pills. You know what I mean? So Beth is just like, she don't know what to do. So she goes and fucking like, this little girl goes and sneaks into the tranquilizer filled room and she goes and tries to take like the whole fucking jar like she was going to take the whole jar and i guess i don't know what she was going to do with it i don't know what she was going to do with that jar of tranquilizing pills but she went and she got the whole jar and i guess she was going to take him and um take him back to her room and try to keep him but then she realized she ain't had time to get the whole jar back to her room. She ain't had time to steal them all. So what she do? This bra takes a handful of them, just just goes at it, just <laughs> just puts them all in her fucking mouth. Just like I was just like, yo, watching that, I was like, what the fuck is up with this young girl? Like she's taking all these fucking pills. Now you know she don't die, cause the whole show is about her. So I know she don't die, but in my head, I'm like, wow, like this little bro, motherfucker, bro. Like, I'm thinking like she, like this is crazy. She just put a whole glob of them in her mouth, just hum, 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 like a fistful of these pills. And um, she passes the fuck out. So after she passes out, 
they realized uh, the, after the investigation and all that, she passes out, she stole the pills, she passed out, she got investigated and all that. And then everybody realized that um, that's how they found out that she was playing chess with the janitor down the basement and um, and all that. So as a way to punish her, they was like, yo, you can't play no more chess. Don't go down the basement, play no chess. You ain't going to no high schools, playing no tournaments. You ain't, chess is over for you, baby. No more chess. So now she ain't got no more chess to play and she's fucked up. She's fucked up because she wants to play chess. She can't play chess. She can't get no pills. She's sad, depressed, all fucked up. And then um, she gets adopted. This guy, this um, this woman, Alma and Austin Wheatley come, and they adopt her. And um, she's telling Jolene like she's getting adopted. Now she's missing a book, right? She can't find one of her chess books. And she's like, what the fuck's going on, Jolene? Where my fucking chess book at? And Jolene like, bitch. I ain't still your little fucking bullshit ass chess book. I don't want your chess book. You know what I'm saying? Why are you accusing me of it? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Jolene, I think you want my chess book, you know? And she's like, I'm sorry that I got adopted and you didn't, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. Give me my chess book. And Jolene's like, bitch, I don't care about you getting adopted. I don't care about your little chess book. Don't be accusing them. Oh, I'm a nigga? Oh, I'm a still an ass nigga now? Like, she basically made her feel bad. She basically was like, oh, you blaming on me? You think I stole your book because I'm black? I'm a nigga? You think I'm jealous because you got adopted? All this shit. She gave it a rundown, and then um, and then Beth was gone. She was adopted, and right off the bat, right off the bat, in the car on the way to the crib, I knew that that husband didn't want um, didn't want Beth. Right off the bat, they made it obvious that their husband did not want Beth. Right off the bat, they made it clear that their husband was not really a part of this adoption. Then they get home and they make it even more clear that the husband ain't part of the adoption because he ain't, he ain't even part of the fucking marriage, like for real. Like he don't even care about the marriage. He keeps telling his wife he don't really talk to his wife. He don't he don't like. There's nothing going on with them. And then he's like, I got a business trip. I gotta go. I got a business trip. I gotta go. So it ain't even like he cared about the adoption. He didn't even want the marriage. I think for real, for real, the wife only wanted to adopt the kid because he wasn't trying to have no babies with her and um. I think, no, I think she couldn't have babies, but he only wanted to adopt the kid anyway to stay with her just to keep her company because he wasn't keeping a company. He was out and he had business trips. And even when he was home, he just wanted to get his drink and he, he didn't want to talk to her. And he definitely didn't want to talk to Beth ass, you know, so he wasn't part of the marriage. He wasn't part of the adoption. He wasn't even part of shit. He was just, I don't know what he was doing, but and maybe he was having an affair. I don't know. But anyway, um, Beth finds out that her mom's got tranquilizer pills. She finds out that she's taking the same fucking pills that she's been addicted to from the orphanage. So she's like, oh, shit, she's got these pills. I'm about to steal these pills. And she starts stealing pills from her mom. She's back on the drugs. And then um, she steals this magazine, this chess magazine. And in the chess magazine, she finds out that there's a uh, Kentucky State Championship chess tournament. And she wants to get in there, but she ain't got no money. She ain't got no money. She can't ask her dad because her dad don't even fucking fuck with her. He don't talk to her. He ain't nothing with her. And she can't ask her mom because her mom, Alma don't work. Alma just sits there and plays the piano and looks retarded and gets drunk. And she don't give a fuck neither. They don't even, I don't even think they even knew that Beth played chess at the time. So Beth um writes a letter back to the school. Mr. Shabu gets the letter and he sends Beth, he gives Beth the money. So now Bus got the money to um enter the uh, Kentucky State Championships. She goes there, and when she gets in the Kentucky State Championship, 
she meets this kid, Tams, and she really likes him. She's looking at him. She's getting all infatuated. You know, Beth is a, um, she ain't never had no sex or nothing. She's a virgin. She, I thought she was going to be gay. To be honest, watching the show, I thought Beth was going to be a lesbian. I thought that because she was with all them girls and she was a drug addict and she was like trying to talk about sex with Jolene and stuff like that, I thought that she was going to be gay. But then she started liking this dude, Tams. She really liked him or whatever. And um, she wins that tournament. And it's cool. And then she goes back home and she finds out that Austin ain't coming home. That last business trip he went on was the last everything. He came back, told his wife, like, bitch, I'm out of here. I'm done with you. You done with me. And um, and it's over. So Beth is scared now because she knows that, you know, she was adopted based on them being a family, based on a mom and a dad and a daughter. And so she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. I don't know um, what I'm going to do. I don't know, you know, if, the, if I'm going back to the orphanage. And Alma's just like, no, 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 no. You ain't got to go back to the orphanage. Here's what the deal is. I'm just going to lie. I'm just going to lie. I'm just going, I'm not, we're not even going to tell nobody that, that Austin left for whatever his name is, Alton. We're not going to tell nobody that he left. We're just going to play it like, like we still chilling. Like everything's still the same. We cool. We chilling. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm going to just lie and we're going to act like he's still here. If you talk to anybody, you still got a dad and you can stay here and we, and that's, we, we rolling with the shit. So Beth feels good about it or whatever. And she's like, okay. But then at the tournament, she, um, she has to play Harry, Harry, uh, Harry Beltic, and she has to play him, and he's at the end of the tournament, and um, he's starting to rattle her a little bit, like Beth's getting, she's getting rattled. She ain't losing, but she's getting a little rattled, and she don't know if she can beat him, so she runs out. She runs, goes in the bathroom, and you know what she's going to the bathroom to do? You know when a bitch at the bar and they say they got a powder they nose? Well, she had to go to the bathroom and she had to do a little something, something herself. And she wasn't on the coke. She didn't have to powder her nose, but she had to pop them tranquilizers. She popped the tranquilizer and it whatever that tranquilizer does to her, it gives her that drug feeling, that, that high. She gets that high and that high makes her like a chest master. That high makes her like, I don't know, it's like power. It's like power. It was a power pill, power pellet. You know what I mean? Whatever you want to call it. She used them drugs to do whatever the fuck she needed them to do to make her see them chessboards and see them pieces and know what to do. She takes the tranquilizer. She goes back in. They don't know that she fucked up. She's fucked up. But that's how she played the chess in her head on the, on, on the, on the ceiling. So that's how she played it in her head on the fucking board. And she goes back and she beats Harry. And after she beats Harry, you know, she starts talking to Alma. And Alma is like, yo, there's more tournaments around here. Like, you, you, you that good, bitch? Like, she looking at her like, oh, oh, fam, I ain't know. You get down like that. I ain't know you you was playing chess like that. I ain't know you could beat these motherfuckers. You could win tournaments. So then she starts looking into it. It's a tournament in Cincinnati. And there's tournaments all over the place. And she's like, yo, wait a minute. Listen here. The prize money in Cincinnati is is some banging ass prize money you go there you win those tournaments you give me half the money you take half and i can use my half the money i can pay these bills we can keep this house we can keep rolling 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 you know what i mean <laughs> basically like we could get this motherfucking money so now almost um, like yeah i'm keeping her i thought she caught kept beth for company then i'm like now she's keeping her because beth's gonna win these tournaments and these these bras gonna come up 
So when Alma learns about the prize money for the tournaments, she uses Beth. She's like, all right, we take a certain amount of money to get to the tournament. I got enough to pay for us to get there. You win it, boom. Pay the bills, boom. Do this, tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. And Beth is killing it. They, Alma, her and Alma go to these tournaments, and she starts killing it, killing it, killing it. And then she starts getting national um, recognition. Like right? She starts getting national recognition. People start talking about it. Everybody knows about Beth Harmon in the papers, the news every day she is. You know what I mean? Everybody know about it. This bitch killing it. She playing chess. She killing it. Her Alma is surviving off of her, um, off of the winnings from these tournaments. And then she gets invited to Vegas um, for the U.S. Open. And she gets to the U.S. Open, and she's in Vegas at the U.S. Open and everything, and she sees Towns again. And she's like, oh, Towns, you here? You, you know, you playing chess, whatever. And he's like, nah, bitch, I ain't playing chess. Um, um, I, I got out of that. I'm doing journalism now. I'm a journalist, and I'm here, and I'm covering an event. And, you know, I'm here to cover the event or whatever. So she's like, all right, cool. And he's cool. And they, she playing uh, at the U.S. Um, Open in Vegas. And he's like, yo, come back with me to my hotel room. My, you know, um, I can take some pictures of you. And I can, like, um, do a story on you for my, for my, because I'm covering an event. I'm a journalist. I'll take some pictures. I'll do a story with you. Come back to my drawing. So she go back to the drawing with him. And um, they supposed to be cool. They chilling. He taking the pictures. He doing what he said he was going to do. But Beth loves him. You know what I mean? She she she's still all, uh, you know, giddy over my man. So she starts to get on him, and he starts to get on her too. It's like okay, okay. So now Beth in her head, in her mind, she's in love with him. She thinks she about to get a fuck on. She's like okay, here it comes. You know what I mean? It's my man. It's my man. She all hype and happy about it. Then the roommate come in. Boom. His roommate come in and bust their groove like bust their groove wide open. And um. Beth analyzing the situation is like, wait a minute, this dude might be more than a roommate. You know what I mean? Is Wise Towns, you know, got this dude, this this male roommate. Her gaydar just went up. You know what I mean? That's what it was. Her gaydar just went up and she was just like, oh, 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 you gay. Oh, shit, my bad. Like, I ain't know you fuck with, you know, you fuck with men or whatever, so you can have it. And he's like, talking to her, trying to, like, figure it out. But she's like, no, no, no. She ain't got time. She don't want to fuck around. So she, um, she's like, nope, nope, you're gay. Cool. You want to be gay? I don't love you no more. I don't. And, and she rolls out. She rolls out. So after she rolls out and she she's there, there, she meets the, um, she meets the United States national champion, Benny Watts. And she meets him, and they she decides to play him in chess real quick, you know, like a little let's play, come on, let's play, let's get down, let's see where you at. I'm the champ, you know what I mean? He was he he was kind of arrogant. He's like, I'm the champ, you know what I mean? You Beth Harmon, you think you the shit, but I'm the champ. I won this shit before, and then it's like, are you here to play? And he's like, no, I'm not here to play this shit, yo. I already beat all these dudes. Like this is second, like I'm I'm above this shit. You know what I mean? I'm above this shit. I'm above you. I'm the best. So Beth sits down and plays him. And um, he's the best. He's the best. He beats Beth. And that's that. So now um, it's like the U.S. championships ain't the shit. Benny just proved that to Beth. Like the U.S. championships ain't the shit. Beth? Because I'm Benny. I won the U.S. championships. And I ain't even here to play these shits because I don't care no more because the Russian shit is where it's at. Like anybody can beat these motherfuckers in the U.S. They not They not real. They're not chess dudes for real. The Russians is the ones who play this motherfucking game. The Russians is the ones who's the chess champ. The Russians is the ones that's, you know, 
who 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 the world sees as the best chess player. So if you want to be somebody, you want to be something, you want to do something, you got to fuck with the Russians. You got to fuck with the Russians and that's that. So Beth started um going to uh to school, to night classes to learn Russian. She was like, I'm going to go to night classes. I'm going to go learn how to speak Russian. I'm going to go learn about the Russian culture. I'm going to learn Russian so that I can go over to Russia and, and, and fuck with them Russian motherfuckers. I'm done with these United States shit. He right. I'm not built for that. He just beat me. It, she was hyped. She was like, all right, I'm going to go learn Russian. And I'm going to go to night school and learn Russian. So she goes to night school. Now, in night school, these kids is not in the chest. They they regular kids. I guess they learn in Russian because they need the credits to graduate, whatever the case may be. But they just cool, regular kids. They ain't no chest geeks. They ain't in the no chest. They ain't in all that. They just in there for a language. Maybe they needed a language credit. I don't know. But she meets one of the boys there. Um, She likes them or whatever. And she goes back to his uh his little apartment with him. And um she goes back there with him and they cool and she likes him, he likes her, and they get the fucking. And that's just what happens. So Beth finally gets the fucking and um she loses her virginity. And then she wakes up in the morning and the ball done left. The ball left and nobody's there. And Beth just in there in the apartment by herself. Now, it was a party there before that. It was a bunch of people there. They was partying. They was doing drugs. You know, Beth was getting high, smoking weed, drinking all night. And then she fucked the boy. And then she wakes up in the morning, the boy gone. The boy gone. But he ain't ignorant of nothing. He left her a little note like, look, you asleep. We got up. We decided we going to do this and this and that and the other. I don't know, you know, we partying. I don't know if we even coming to fuck back. I don't know what's going on with the shit. We might be partying. We might be coming back. We might not. But look, here you go. Chill in the apartment. Do whatever you want. Leave whenever you want. I really don't give a fuck. I'm out. You can be here. You can do whatever you want to do. So Beth stays in the apartment. She decides to clean up. The apartment is a mess. It's fucked up. It looks a mess. So Beth's like, you know what I mean? I'm going uh, to clean this shit up. So she starts cleaning up. She's finding weed. She's finding liquor. She's like, fuck it. So she stays there all weekend just getting fucked up. She's getting fucked up. She calls Alma and Alma's like, what's up, Beth? What you doing? Whatever. And she's like, listen, bitch. Like, I ain't about to be coming home. I got the weed here. I got the liquor here, bitch. I'm the one supporting us. Leave me the fuck alone. And I'm getting fucked up. So she stays there. She gets fucked up all weekend. Um, everything's cool. Everything's cool. It's all good. And um, that's what she did. So then she leaves there. She goes back with Alma, and then they go to uh, they go to Mexico to like some kind of Mexican tournament. And Alma meets Manuel down in Mexico, and um, she starts fucking with him, and they start a romantic relationship. And then um, you know, it's uh, it's over. It's over between them. Uh, Manuel jumps up and leaves Alma. He was fucking with her. I guess she thought he was going to be her man. But then he's like, nope, bitch, nope. I got to go. It was nice fucking you, but, you know, I'm out of here. So Alma's back alone. Manuel leaves her. And meanwhile, Beth hears uh, one of the Russian guys and um, that's there. She hears him, and he's talking about her to some of his other Russian players. And they're talking about how, you know, talking about her game and her weaknesses and her strengths. And, like, they're discussing, discussing like, the strategies on how to beat Beth. And Beth's in the, in the elevator with him. She can hear what they're saying. What they don't know is Beth knows Russian. She studied Russian 
she went to the Russian language classes, so she knows Russian. So they sitting there talking to her in their language, thinking like they getting over on this bitch. And Beth is sitting there like, I know what you're saying, motherfuckers. I can hear you. And that shit is so funny because I always think about that. Like when I go to the Chinese store and I hear the Chinese people like back in the day when we used to go to the Chinese store, we knew them like we hung out with them. We talked to them. I mean, not hung out with them, but we went to that Chinese store every single day and the same family was there every single day. So we talked to them. We knew them. We was almost like they friends. But sometimes they'd be they'd be talking to us and they'd be start talking to each other in Chinese. And I'd be like, them motherfuckers is talking about me. They busting on me. They doing something. I want to know. I want to know. Or like when I work with Spanish people, because I used to work with some Spanish people and they used to be talking in their language. Or when I was living in Honduras and the motherfuckers start talking in their Spanish and I, I kind of like peep little words, but I didn't know what they were saying. But I'm like, I know the motherfuckers are talking about me because we was just talking English. We was just talking English. And now y'all two talking Spanish. Why y'all changing the language up? Because y'all talking about me. You know what I mean? So I would love to have known what the fuck they were saying without them knowing that I know what the fuck they saying. Cause that's how you get the truth out of people. You, she got the truth out of them, but Vasily did have respect for her because she heard him saying how she was an orphan, how she had a rough life, how she came up and struggled and made something of herself. And he kind of related that to himself. He was like, she's just like us. Like we had to struggle. We had fucked up childhoods and we came up and became, um, you know, chess players and all that. So he was kind of relating to her, and she kind of smiled. She was kind of happy about that shit. Like, okay, he still got some mutual respect, and um, and that's that. So she loses, though. You know, Vasily beats her. You know, because he's just better. He's rushing. He's just better. Beth wasn't ready for the situation, so she loses. And then after she loses, she's like in a little bit of a frenzy. She's like sad or whatever. And um, she goes back, and now I almost did. I almost did. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, I almost did. And it's like, did Manuel kill that bitch? Like, before he left, did he drug her? Did he kill her? Did what? What's going on? Did the Russians hire a hit? I'm sitting there like, did the Russians put a hit out on this bitch? Because she just did. They don't tell you nothing. I'm like, oh, shit. I think the Russians put a hit out on her mom. Like, fuck, we going to kill her mom. We going to send this bitch in a frenzy. She ain't now about to beat us. I didn't know what was going on. But here it is. They said that she might have had hepatitis or something like she might have had some kind of i mean it was like the 60s so it was like in the 60s anything could fucking kill you for real but i think they said something about hepatitis but i'm not sure but anyway alma's dead so she calls her dad <laughs> her so-called dad she calls austin and she's like yo like alma's dead what what the fuck you want me to do what's going on like what about my life what about you know everything and he was basically like look this is where, this is the plot that I bought for Alma. This is where you're going to have to bury the bitch, whatever. And don't worry about the house. He was basically like, don't worry about the house. You, If you can pay whatever you could pay, just keep that motherfucker. Like, I don't care. I don't care about the house. I don't care about you. This is where Alma was getting buried at. Everything else, like, leave me fuck alone with my business. I moved on. I'm out of here. I'm not your dad. Whatever. So Beth's like, okay, cool. So she's keeping the house. Alma's dead. She's all alone. And then she hooks back up with Harry. Like, she... She she um connects back with Harry and Harry loves Beth. Harry's like Beth, you know, I love you. I think you're fine. I love you. I've been loving you for. I've been loving you since we met, baby. I'm your man's in them. And so Beth's like, she don't love Harry. She don't love Harry. She's still stuck on towns, and she don't even love the boy that she lost her virginity with. She don't even even bring him the fuck up. Like he was just dick or whatever. I don't know, but she don't love Harry for real. She really loves towns, and she really like confused and fucked up. 
But she's like, fuck it. I'm lonely. So she tells Harry, like, come on, you can move in with me. So um, Harry moves in with her and Harry starts teaching her chess or whatever. And they fuck around a couple of times. Like, Harry got the pussy, you know what I mean? He got the pussy, you He got that. <laughs> Yo, it's funny. Every podcast episode when I do, somebody getting the pussy. Like, <laughs> I'm always talking about getting the pussy. Not me. I don't get the pussy. I'm, a, I'm celibate. But, <laughs> but in all my podcast episodes, somebody getting the pussy every time. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. But anyway, so Harry was, they fucked a couple of times and Harry thought like he was there with her and they was going to be a loving couple and they was going to be in a relationship and they was going to get married. And then it was like, Beth wasn't trying to marry you, bro. Every, every, all of y'all discussions was about chess. Even when she fucked you, it was like, all right, we done fucking, what, what about chess? How can I win this chess tournament? How can I be a better chess player? Chess, 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 chess. So finally Beth comes, she's chilling and she like, yo, I'm about to make dinner. She hooking dinner up. She about to make dinner or whatever. And Harry comes down with the dumb look with his with his with his suitcase. And Beth's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And Harry's like, Beth, you devoted the chest. Do you love me? Do you want to be married? Do you want to be what do you want to do? And Beth's like, I wanna beat the motherfucking Russians. I don't I wanna beat the Russians in chess. Vasily it beat my ass last time. I almost did pussy. Like, what do you want from me? Whatever. So he was just like, all right. You want to play chess? I want to fucking get married. I want to possibly have a baby. You you ain't down with that. You worry more about these chess boards than me. And then she's like, oh, what you mean? You love chess too? Chess is important to you too. And he was like, really, bitch? No, it ain't. Bitch, chess ain't important to me. Chess ain't been important to me for a long time. Like, I been didn't want to do this shit no more. I been stopped. You ain't noticed. You ain't noticed that I only play chess with you. You ain't noticed that I don't talk about chess. You ain't noticed that I ain't entering no tournaments. You ain't noticed that I ain't going to no chess things. Oh, bitch, you thought that I didn't enter no tournaments that I wanted you to win because I didn't want to play against you. No, bitch, I don't like it. I don't care about chess no more. I want to fuck. I want to make babies. I want to get married. I want to do other shit. I don't want to play chess. Chess ain't my life. And you didn't even you didn't even peep it. You didn't even understand it because you don't care about me. You only care about chess. And it's cool, Beth. I'm leaving. And Beth. She's like a sociopath a little bit. She's like a bitch. Like, nothing don't bother her. She's like a bitch. Like, she don't care. So she was basically like, Harry, get the fuck on. Go ahead. Get the fuck on. Leave. I don't give a fuck. I'm still trying to do what I got to do. So she goes to the U.S. championships, and Benny's there again. And um, she's like, all right, Benny, you you beat me before. You talked all that shit. But I'm, 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 I'm here now. Let's go. And Benny's in this and he's playing speed chess and he's like yo bet five dollars on the game she goes play speed chess bang he busts her ass bet five dollars she goes play speed chess bang busts her ass bet five dollars she keep playing she keep playing he keep betting her five dollars but this is what he do he's a speed chess hustler he was there to speed chess hustle motherfuckers that was there to play national championship he knew it was going to be a lot of good chess players there that are good enough to play chess good enough to beat you in a tournament but not good enough to beat you fast the speed chess is all about bang you got to win in a certain amount of time you don't got no bullshit time no time to think no time to fucking run your move it's bam 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 let's go and he was good at that so that's what his hustle so he hustled the shit out of Beth, took all her fucking money embarrassed the shit out of her and um and he hustled her in speed chess but then when it got to the tournament time when it got to the u.s championship she found out benny was playing it and when benny was actually playing in the tournament in the u.s championship beth was looking at him like pussy 
You told me this was below you. You told me all that shit about beating the Russians. You told me that it wasn't, you know, U.S. championships didn't really mean shit. But here you are trying to play in the U.S. championships. Why? Nigga, you broke. Is you broke, nigga? Why are you here playing the U.S. championships? I thought you was above this shit, but whatever. So they end up in the finals together, and she beats him. She beats him, and she wins the U.S. championship. Now, Benny was beating her ass in a speed chess, but like I said, when it came time to think about it, it came time to actually really, really, really play a real chess game. He wasn't no competition for her, but he still saw weaknesses in her. He still was like, okay, bitch, you beat me, but you still ain't ready to beat these fucking Russians. And Beth is like, whatever, whatever, whatever. So Benny's like, look, listen here. You want to beat these Russians for real? You want to get down for real? Come, come with me. Come with me to New York. I'll take you to my New York apartment. You can come with me. I'll train you and I'll have you ready to fuck these Russians up. I'll have you ready to win everything. So Beth's like, she's reluctant. She's reluctant, but then she's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to train with you uh, in New York or whatever. Then she gets to New York and she finds out Benny is a little fucked up. Like, it's a part. <laughs> Beth goes into Benny's apartment and she's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Like, I, mm-mm. this is a little basement ass little shack. Like, this how you living, Benny? And Benny's like, yeah, bitch, this how I'm living. I ain't got no money for real like that i'm i'm chilling here it's just for me i'm chilling and then she's like well what you don't even have a fucking couch like i expected to at least be able to sleep on a couch he was like bitch you better blow that air bed up get the fuck out of my face that shit was funny to me he was just like here go your bed and she was just like this is my bed he's like yeah bitch and then he didn't even blow it up for like benny wasn't a gentleman at all he gave the bitch an air bed basically told her blow that shit up your fucking self like i ain't blowing it up for you good night I'm going to bed. And then she was like, and then the apartment was so fucked up that he was like, like, you, how do you get clean? She didn't even notice the shower. He's like, where do I, I got to wash my ass. He was just like, oh, that little curtain thing right there. That's the shower. That's the shower right there. So she was kind of fucked up by it, but she was like, I need the training. I need to beat these Russians. So she stayed there with Benny to um do the training. And then, um, they was there with a lot of tension between them, but then they got the fucking, right? And then I guess Beth realized how Harry felt. She started realizing that Harry wasn't fucked up, that she was fucked up because she got the fucking with Benny and her and Benny got the fucking. And then right after they was done fucking, Benny was like, but look, you know, when you play chess against these Russians and she was sitting there laying in the bed like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, I just gave the pussy up and then you... <laughs> You want to talk to me about chess? I thought we was going to do like round two, round three. I thought we was going to get finish getting the fucking or, or we was going to talk about us and you talking about chess. And then I guess that shit hit her head like, damn, that's what I did to Harry. This how Harry fucking felt. What goes around comes back around again. You know what I mean? So she was a little fucked up by that, but she let it go. Then she had to go to Paris. The next, um, the next tournament or whatever was in Paris. So... She goes to Paris and she goes into the tournament and um no 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 before she goes to Paris before she even goes to Paris um before she even goes to Paris Benny brings over a bunch of like his friends like a bunch of people that he know that play chess and they start they start playing speed chess and she brought over this girl named Cleo too it was this girl named Cleo too that came over there so they speed chess and then now Beth is busting they ass in the speed chess. 
He's taking all of their money. He took like a bunch of fucking money, $10 a whop. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. She bust their ass and took all their money. And then she started bonding with Cleo and my thoughts came back. Oh shit. Beth on some gay shit. I knew it. I knew you was going to end up a lesbian, Beth. I knew it. I knew it. But her and Cleo didn't fuck around. You know, she ended up fucking around with Benny. But then she goes to Paris. Then she goes to Paris for a tournament. And when she gets to Paris for the tournament, she finds out that Cleo is at Paris. So Cleo's like, hey, Beth, what's up? Remember me from the thing? She's like, yeah, yeah, what you doing in Paris? I'm in Paris. I'm partying, bitch. What's up? So Cleo partying in Paris. Beth goes out with Cleo. Now, Beth goes out with Cleo, but she knows, like, she's winning the tournament, but the last guy is Vasily. This is the same guy that beat her before, the Russian guy, Vasily. He's in this Paris tournament, and she goes out in Paris, and she goes out with uh, Cleo. They start partying and drinking. Next thing you know, Beth is, like, back doing, she's doing drugs. She's, she's all fucked up, and the next morning, she don't wake up for the tournament. Like, the office, I mean, they, uh, the hotel people wake her up, like, yo, bitch. And you supposed to be at the chess tour. Ain't you, ain't you Beth? Ain't you Beth Harmon? Ain't you supposed to be at the fucking chess tournament? And she's like, oh shit. She gets up and Cleo's in her bed. I was like, oh, she got the pussy too. Beth got the pussy. Like <laughs> it was back on that shit. Somebody else got the pussy. Like it's always leads back to getting the pussy. Beth got the pussy, but now she fucked up. She fucked up because she ain't ready for this tournament. But she gets up, she gets dressed, she runs, makes it to the tournament at the last second, runs and gets in there. But she fucked up. She hung over, she's late, and she's hung over, and she's fucked up. And everybody's looking at her like, bitch, what's wrong with you? What's going on? You know, they're looking at her all fucked up. Like, yo, like, now she's embarrassed and everything else. And she loses. Vasily beats her ass again. So now she's all fucked up. And Benny's like, yo, just come back to New York. And we gonna, we gonna get back together. We gonna fix all this shit. And she's like, no, fuck you, Benny. Like, I'm not coming back to New York. I'm fucked up. And I don't care no more. And I'm going back to Kentucky. And I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going back to Kentucky. I'm gonna be a drunk, drug addict bitch, dear. And I ain't worried about none of this shit no more. Like, this shit is over for me. I can't beat Vasily. I don't love you, Benny. Harry's gone. I'm just, I'm just a fucked up bitch, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. I guess it's over. <clears throat> So I thought the show was going somewhere else after that. When she didn't go back there and she was like, she can't beat Vasily. I thought it was going somewhere else. Then she gets back home and Austin's, you know, Austin comes up with his lawyer and he's like, no, you know what? Bitch, I changed my mind. You ain't my daughter. You ain't shit to me. You was there for Alma. I never wanted you. Shit, I barely wanted her. This is my motherfucking house for real. And... I want it back. So get your stuff, get your little shit up in here, get the step. And you know, Beth's like, wait, I got money. I'll I can buy this fucking house. So um she's like, uh, I can buy this fucking house. Like I got the money. He's like, no, 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 no. You can't buy this house. I got a lot of equity in this house. I got this and that, and this and that. I did this and that. I had this house for a long fucking time. You can't buy this fucking house. So Beth's like, look, whatever you want for the house, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. So he's like, okay. He puts out some kind of ridiculous number and Beth's like, I got it. Cool. I'm, that's what I'm going to pay for it. Get the fuck stepping. And his lawyer basically is like, dude, like take this deal. Like you can, yeah, like this is a good thing. You overcharging her, bro. And you going back on your word. You being a dick. Take the money and run and go ahead. So he was like, all right, bitch, fine. You want to pay that man for this house? Cool. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck you. I don't care about you. Have a nice life or whatever. And, um, 
And that was it. But Beth knew, like Beth was salty. Beth was salty because she knew she really didn't want to pay for this house. Like, like she didn't want to pay him for that price. And Alma's going, everybody's going. She's all fucked up. She was salty. And then she just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm losing tournaments. I'm, I got to pay for this house now. I'm fucked up. But I'm going to have to play chess because I ain't got shit else going on. I've got nothing else to do with my life. So I have to play chess now because I have to pay for this house. But in the meantime, she just decides, like, fuck it. And she just starts getting all fucked up. Just starts getting all fucked up. Just starts doing drugs and drinking and just like spending that whole day just getting fucked the fuck up. Like she ain't give a shit. And um, then she goes and she sees Harry again. And Harry is basically like, yo, bitch, you are fucked up. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, no, you fucked up. Like you're an alcoholic. You're a drug addict. I can tell you fucked up. You need help. Go get some help. Like go get some rehab. Go get some alcohol anonymous. Go to some meetings. Go do something, Beth. Go do something with yourself because you fucked up. And she's like, get on my face, Harry. Like, you fucked up, my nigga. Like, you fucked up. Like, I don't need you. I don't need nobody. On some dumb shit. On some sociopath shit again. Like, she don't care. She don't care. She don't care. And, and she was going down. She was going down. So she goes back to the house. And then she gets back home. And Jolene... Jolene knocks on the door, and that was my one beef with the show the whole time. The whole time I'm watching this show, my whole beef with the whole show was that Jolene was gone. I was like, damn, that black girl was there for her when she was in the orphanage, and then she gets out, and she starts getting some prestige and some money, and she deserts this black girl. Like, she don't hear from Jolene. She don't talk to her nothing. And I'm like, damn. And I'm like, and I, I thought that was Saudi, too. Like, damn, they just going to exit Jolene from the show, the only black person on the damn show. They going to get rid of? Like, I thought it was corny. I was like, that's corny as shit that the black girl was good enough to help her when she was in the orphanage, but now this white girl come up, and she ain't her friend no more. She ain't going to help her. Like, she ain't going to be around. Like, this is fucked up. I thought that was corny. Then I saw Jolene. I was like, oh shit. Because that was going to be my criticism. Then I seen Jolene. I was like, okay, I can't criticize that. And then Jolene's like, look, bitch, Mr. Shabu died. So I'm here to tell you Mr. Shabu died. I tried to call you a hundred times. You ain't answering your phone. I don't know what's going on with you. But I'm here to tell you Mr. Shabu died. You want to go to the funeral with me? And she's like, all right, cool, Beth. All right. I mean, all right, cool, Jolene. I'll go to the funeral with you. Whatever. So on the way to the funeral, in a nice-ass car, she's like, Jolene, what you doing? Jolene, like, yo, I'm about to be a, I'm on this law school shit. I'm doing some other shit like this and that and this and that. And Beth's like, yo, how much fucking money is you making with this shit? And Jolene basically tells Beth, like, oh, no, she got a sugar daddy. She basically like, yo, no, I got this motherfucking motherfucker that got this money. I can't afford this. Like, bitch, I can't afford this car. I can't afford the shit I'm getting, but I'm going to be able to because I'm about to come up. But until I come up, I got this motherfucker that's the motherfucker. Man, he ain't my man, but he's my man. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting some shit. I got this car. I got a little chain J in the business, and I'm got a little way to, I, I'm in school, I'm coming up, and I got a little job. I'm doing a little something, something, and that's it. So when they go to Mr. Shabu's funeral, she finds out that Mr. Shabu was still keeping track of her. He had, like, pictures of her and all that stuff, and he was happy with that. And um, and so she was, like, proud of, she was, like, happy to find out that Mr. Shabu was still proud of her, and he was still um keeping track of her, and that was his prodigy, even though, you know, she didn't keep in contact with him, but he 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 was watching her. He was watching her, and she felt good about it. Then she gets back, and um, she has funding 
from these Christian people. But these Christian people come to her now. The Christian people, they was funding her. They was giving her money to go on these tournaments. They was giving her money, paying for a tournament, giving her money to, to travel and doing all that stuff. And they come to her and they're like, look, um, we want you to talk about the church. We want you to be, I walk with Jesus, you know what I mean? And, and, and praise the Lord and all this and all that. And um, Beth was like, no, I don't praise the Lord. Like, I don't walk with Jesus, bitch. I'm on these drugs. I'm drinking. I've been fucking. Like, <laughs> like y'all bitches ain't about to get me to say nothing about Jesus. I ain't going on TV to say I walk with Jesus. I ain't going on y'all magazines to preach about Jesus. And I'm not supporting this church shit. And them bitches is basically like, yo, listen, we put out this money. We paying for you to say the shit we want you to say. We paying for you to walk with Jesus. We don't really give a fuck about you walking with Jesus. You can fuck, drink your liquor, be an alcoholic, um, fucking do your drugs, do whatever you want in your house. But outside, you got to walk with the Lord. You are a Christian. And Beth was like, nope, keep y'all fucking money. I'm not a Christian. Get the fuck out of my face. But now, Beth don't have enough money after paying for this house and writing checks and doing shit and not winning tournaments. She don't have enough money to even go to Moscow to go to the Moscow tournament. So she calls Benny and Benny's like, yo, don't worry about it. These people going, um, they're going to give you the money. They're going to give you the money to go to the tournament. Don't worry about it. They're going to give you the money. Just don't stress it. Don't sweat the technique. They're going to give you the money. And she's like, no, nah, I told them bitches to kick rocks. You know what I mean? They're not going to give me the money. I told them bitches to kick rocks. So Benny's like, bitch, what's wrong with you? What if the fuck is wrong with you? You told the fucking people that's supporting you, that's funding you to kick rocks. No, bitch, that's not how it works. You do what you're supposed to do. You get that money. You go to these tournaments. You fucking up. And she's like, well, you're not going to help me. It's like, no, nah, bitch, I'm not going to help you. You left me high and dry. You didn't come back to New York because you lost. You were salty. You gave me the pussy, rolled out on me like, no, nah, bitch. Now you kidding. You kicking out the funding people. You, you fucked up. I ain't about to help you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. <clears throat> you got it. You right, Slim. Slim, slicky, 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 slim, shady. Like, no. <laughs> they don't even have nothing to do with it. I just said slim, and I just went with fucking slim, shady. But Benny was just like, bitch, you got it. You all right. I'm not helping you. And and, and you just gave up all the people that's going to help you get to Moscow. Call. Then he was like, you know, you can call the U.S. people. Maybe they might help you out or something. But, bitch, you ain't got me. And with that being said, I'm going to take this time to go on my commercial break. And I'm not going to get my commercial spill. I'm just going to tell you this is time for my commercial break, and I'll be right back. All right, so welcome back. So now, now Beth is fucked up. She don't have the money to go to Moscow. She called up uh, Benny to get the money to go to Moscow, but he was mad at her because she gave up her funding. So she called the U.S. the U.S. um chess people, and she's like, "Yo, I'm trying to go to Moscow win this tournament. Can y'all um what y'all got?" And they was like, "We can try to send you something, bitch, but for real, for real, we don't fuck with you no more. You don't represent us. When the last time you did anything for us, last time we sent you over there, you got fucked and fucking drunk and fucking high and fucked up. You ain't win. You ain't. You embarrassed us. So no, we don't want to give you no money, bitch. But let me let me see what we could do. So then they was like, they gonna see what they could do. She called them back. They called back a couple of days. Like, no, nope, you know what? We can't do shit. Sorry." I mean, if you want to come back on, you got to win it. You know, you could do a little things for us, win a couple of tournaments. But for the most part, we ain't sending you to Moscow. We can't afford it. We don't trust you. You're probably going to lose. We ain't got no faith in you, bitch. You ain't, our, you, ain't, you ain't that. You ain't it. Go ahead on. So she's like, oh, shit. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I can't. I can't do it. I can't be in the tournaments. I can't go to Moscow. I'm fucked up. Whatever. And Jolene's like, no, I'll give you the money. And she's looking at her like, bitch, what? But Jolene's like, look, I'm gonna give you the money. I'm gonna give you the money. Take your ass to Moscow and win this shit. I'm gonna give you the money. Take your ass to Moscow and win this shit. So Beth takes the money from Jolene, and um, and she goes to Moscow. Now in Moscow, she went in the tournament, went in the tournament, went in the tournament, and now she gets to the boy Vasily. He's there. He's waiting on her, bitch. I'm here. I'm waiting. Let's do it. Let's do it. So she goes in to do it. She goes in to do it. And she sees Towns is there, and he's like, the journalist is there, and he's covering it, and she's kind of getting a little bit sense of him. She's looking at him. She's like, damn, Towns is here. And then, But she but she got to stay focused. She can't focus on Towns. She's got to stay focused on, on what she's doing. She know that Towns got her fucked up last time. Towns messed her up last time. Cleo messed her up. Everybody, Benny, everybody's messing her the fuck up. And right now she can't mess the fuck up. So she's playing. She's playing. She's getting it in. And um, she decides to play the Queen's Gambit. Now, the Queen's Gambit is a chess move. It's some kind of chess thing. It's a chess, like, uh, a chess play, a chess thing. I don't know. Is that, I didn't study it. I don't know exactly what it is. They explained it on the, in, the, in the show. But I don't, you know, my mind wasn't focused on that. So... I wasn't focused on on the whole chess thing, but whatever. She played the Queen's Gambit, and that fucked Vasily up, and that adjourned the game. Now, apparently, in these chess tournaments, you can adjourn the game after after forty moves. You can adjourn the game, which means you stop the game, and y'all have to finish it another time. So they adjourned the game, stopped it, finished it another time. Vasily wanted to adjourn it because she pulled the Queen's Gambit on him. And he was like. I got to think about this. I got to figure this shit out. This bitch is, yo, she, she, she got me. She dropped me right there. Now I got to go get some, uh, cut me, Mick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cut me open, Mick. Put some sob on me. I got to get myself back together. I need some water. So, you know, he adjourned the game and, and it was adjourned. And so they had to come back. They had to come back. So they come back. Well, no, they don't come back. So she goes home, I mean, back to her hotel, whatever, and the game is adjourned. She's chilling, and she gets a call from Benny. And Benny's like, Benny's like, um, yo, listen, we, 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 I know I cussed you the fuck out. I know that you're a little bitch, and I don't like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know that you're a little bitch, and I don't like you, or whatever. But, um, we want you to beat these Russians. We want you to beat Vasily. We we want you to be um, good at this game. So we've been here analyzing this shit, and we got a plan. She's like, we? Like, who's we? And Harry's like, I'm here. I'm here. I still love you, Beth. I still got your back. And then the boys that he had there before that beat her in the speed, I mean, that she beat in the speed chest and took their money or whatever, they was there too. So all of them was there, and they was just like, Beth, we see this. You got to do that. And we see this, and you got to do that, and we see this, and you got to do that, and this and that, and this and that. And they gave her all of these strategies and told her everything to do and told her how to fucking get down with the get down. And she's in there putting all that shit in her head. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, you're right. If you do this, you do that. If you do this, you do that. If you do this, you do that. And you can just see her head spinning. You can see the fucking wheels turning in this bitch head. And so she's like ready for it. And um, so finally, uh, all that happens. And they go back to the finish the chess game. Now they get there and they finish the chess game. And what happens is uh, she's doing all the things that they taught her. She's using all their strategies. And they're at home. They cheering her the fuck on. And the Phillies getting about to lose it. So he's like, yo, no, let's let, can we draw this shit? 
He basically was like this. You know what? I'm getting flustered. You're getting flustered. Can we call this a tie? Let's just draw this shit. Let's just call it a tie. We'll be co-champions. It'll work. It'll work. And he's just like, and Beth's like, nope. No. No way, motherfucker. Like, let's go. Let's finish this game. So, Vasily, he's a man. He's a man. So, he's like, yo, I'm going to finish this game out. I'm going to finish it. So, they finish it, and Beth wins. She uses all this strategy, and she know, and she wins, but she knows that she had help. She knows that she was fucking up before. She she knows. Like, she's got a sense of respect now. She's got, she's got to respect Jolene for helping her. She's got to respect Benny and Harry and everybody who she kind of, like, scorned a little bit, kind of burnt, kind of, like, didn't give a fuck about. They all helped her. And um, they helped her. And she won the tournament in Moscow. And now she's back. You know, she's back in the good graces. She's back. The U.S. Um, is back on her good graces, too. They're like, okay, Beth. Okay, you back with us. We can fund you some more. We can help you now. So she gets out um, of the tournament. And she's cool. Towns is there. Everybody wants to interview her. Interview her. Flashing. Lights. Doom, 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 doom. Flashing lights and Beth stepping out. She chilling. She cool. Whatever. And then they're like, yo, Beth, yo, Beth, you know, the president of the United States is like, yo, he wants you to come to the White House. He wants you to take pictures. He wants you to do all this and all that. And Beth's like, all right, cool. And then she steps out the car and it's like, what are you doing? Beth's like, what, you you, 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 you hype now? You want to give interviews? You want to talk to some people? You want to take some pictures? And no, she sees these old guys in the park and they out there playing chess. And she's, like, fascinated by that. I think it brought her back to her relationship with Mrs. Snobble. I think it brought her back to the reason why she loved chess. I think it brought her back. You know, it made her feel something inside. Like, I'm not a sociopath. I'm a person. I, I feel something inside. These tournaments, these tournaments now is about money. These tournaments now is about prestige. I didn't I didn't kill my rival. I didn't beat my fucking enemy. I, I'm, I'm good. And she saw these old dudes. And these old dudes knew who he was. Oh, you're Beth Harmon. You are the shit. Like, hey, hey, hey. And then she's like. They're like, you want to play with us? And she's like, looking like, yeah, I do. I want to play with y'all. Like, fuck these fancy pants. Fuck these tournaments. I want to play with y'all old heads out here in the park. And that's how it ended. And it was great. It was great. And the whole time, like I said, I thought it was about chess, but it wasn't really about chess. It, the chess was the background to me. To me, it was about Beth and her struggles with addiction and her and her struggles with relationships and her struggles with other people because of her devotion to being the best. It wasn't even about chess. It was about that she was so devoted to being the best and so devoted to having that one thing that nobody could take from her that she didn't focus on her life. She didn't focus on, on the real world. She didn't focus on her life, you know what I mean, appropriately. And chess kind of made her life, made her a person, made her who she is, but it also kind of destroyed her life. Like, it, it's just a, um, to me, it's a lesson on that there's more to life than just what you do. You know what I'm saying? I write books and I do these podcasts and and I write books and do these podcasts because I love it and it's what I do. And I, and I, and I do it with the intent on being the best. I do it. All the time with the intent of being the best. Everything I do, I want to be the best at, even at work, when I'm welding. I weld to get the job done, but I still take a lot. Sometimes it takes me longer to weld. Sometimes I go back over my welds because it's like a pride thing. It's like, I got to be the best. And I don't want nobody saying that they're well. I know there's welders out here better than me, but I don't want people in the job to be like, yo, look at Tyrone Weld. I can weld better than that. I don't like that shit. I don't like it. So anything I do at work, I'm like, I got to be the best. When I do these podcasts, I want to be the best. Yeah, that's right, Joe Rogan. That's right. I'm coming for Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, I see you. I'm coming. I'm coming. But I want to be the best. But you can't let what you do 
take away from who you are, take away from your real world. So even though I want to be the best at chess, um, not at chess, I don't play chess, but even though I want to be the best, Beth wanted to be the best at chess so bad that she lost relationships with people, that she fucked up her regular real life. Me, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I want to be the best podcaster. I want to make the best stories. I want to do the best books. I want to do all that. But I got my regular life. So I still focus on my children. I still love my daughters. I still love my new daughter. I still love my my newly found son. I still love my new family. I still deal with my old family. And I'm still doing what you know, what a man's supposed to do outside of me trying to be the best at something. And that's the lesson that you learned. So now I'm just going to go into the fact that, um, so Anya, Taylor Joy plays um plays Beth, and she she's good at it. Like I think this girl might be a sociopath in real. I thought she might be a sociopath in real life. I thought she was like an emotionless bitch in real life. But then I saw an interview with her, and she's funny, she's cool, but she's good at playing like an emotionless. She's good at what she do. She was in Emma too, and it was the same thing. Like Emma was a sociopath, emotionless bitch too. So she's good at it. Um, Bill can't play Mr. Snobble. He 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 was good. He didn't really have no lines. He was just like chilling. But he was good. He was convincing. Um, uh, whatever performances was there. Thomas Brody Sangster. He um was in something else as a kid. He was a kid actor. I forgot what he was in, but he was a kid actor. I remember his face from one of them kid movies. I was like, that's the young boy from that kid movie. But he was good too. He was good as Benny. He convinced me as like a, a little scumbag, little motherfucker. Like he was good. Um, Moses Ingram played Jolene. She was good. And they, I like how they had her play Jolene as younger and they disguised her up to make her look younger. And then she still played Jolene the whole time. And um, she was cool. The girl that played Young Beth, with her, her name is Isla Johnson. She was cool, too. Isla Johnson, she was cool. Like, she she played that role, too. She was cool. Um, that's about it. None of the, all the other performances was, like, side people performances. Like, Towns, uh, Jacob Fortune, Lloyd played Towns. He was, like, um a side performance, you know, he was just there. Uh, who else? Um, the guy that played, I don't know who played, um, Harry. I forgot who played Harry. I didn't really look him up, look up his name, but, um, Harry was there. Actually, I'm going to find his name right now. I'm going to find out who played Harry because for real, for real, Harry was a good, um, performance. He was a good performance too. He was, um, he was in there most of the time. Oh, it was his name is Harry Mellon. His name is Harry, actually. Anyway, Harry Mellon played Harry Bentley. So his name is Harry Mellon. He put out a good performance, too. So, I mean, all in all, this was a great show. All in all, I had a fun time watching it. All in all, I thought it was about chess, and it wasn't. All in all, it also made me want to play chess, like, some more. I know I ain't good at it. But it made me want to play. Like, I was like, yo, get my daughter out. Get the chess game out. Come on, bitch. I'm about to bust your ass in chess because I thought I, was, I knew something. I thought I learned something. <laughs> I ain't learned shit, but I thought I learned something. But still, all in all, it was a good show. I don't know if it's going to be another um, a continuation of it. I don't I don't know if they can actually do another season of it. I don't know where they would go with it, but I hope so. If they do, I'm going to watch it. And I thank you for listening. I thank you to Timmy Boyle for putting me on. And um, that's it. So that's going to be the end of this episode. And at that, I'm going to say.
If you like this one and you want to continue for me to bring out this content, you got to show some support. And the most way you show support is by listening. The most way you show support is getting me other listens. There's ways you can fund it. There's ways you can sponsor. You can go on the website. Um, it's anchorfm.com to figure out. You can sponsor me for a dollar, five dollars a month, whatever you want. You can come up to me and give me some money if you know me. You can be like, hey, Tyrone, here go twenty dollars. I, I like your podcast. Or you can just listen. And by you listening, you'll help me get more sponsors. While you're giving me word of mouth, tell your mom, tell the baby, tell your friends, put it on all your social medias. You can help me out like that too. But if you love to listen to the podcast, keep listening. I thank you. I love y'all. And uh, you'll hear from me soon. All right, peace.